0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 25th of February and fair to say that it has been a long week, not just because of Russia and the Ukraine, but also because of reporting season. And for the week, uh, we finished the... uh, Session up 7.2 points or 0.1 of a percent, and for the week the index is down just over three percent from 7,222 to around 7,000. So it has been a torrid week. We had an open today. ...of around 7,000.1, which is pretty much where we finished. We had a high of 7,045.6 and a low of 6,974.9. The market was feeling quite buoyant this morning. We did have that SPY futures showing an 85-point rise initially, but unfortunately, US futures turned negative... ...as we opened and as a result that did sap some of the strength. It was quite quiet all things considered and once we got into a groove we tended to stay there for most of the day. So certainly a lot of caution ahead of the weekend and of course two days where the market is closed... ...and we do have events from Ukraine and Russia etc. will dominate the headlines over the weekend that's for sure. But turning to stocks and sectors today we did see results dropping thick and fast once again. The highlight of the day was probably Square, SQ2, Block, uh, which had a, a massive rise in the US after hours on their numbers. They were up uh, considerably, up around 40-odd percent. Our square, SQ2, rose 33% today. A big, big jump there. And other techs also doing well today. 360 bounced back. Yesterday they became 240, but today they're back to around 330. So up 22% today. And tech stocks generally doing well after that big turnaround in NASDAQ, which at one stage was down 3.5%, closing up 3.3%. Our technology stocks today closed up 4.6%, and Wisetech was up 5.5%. Block, as I say, was up 33%. Zero managed a 3.2% gain, and Computer Share up 1.45. So that Alltech index up 4.6%. Interestingly, CPU, which is Computer Share, the biggest holding in that basket. Up uh, at around 13% of the Alltech Index now. Uh, Square, no longer the dominant player there. It's only now 5.9% of the Index. But it was all about results. As I say, good results from Ardent Leisure, Uh, They were up 17.2% ALG, the stock code there. And we saw CCX, which is City Sheet Collective, which had a terrible day yesterday on inventory restocking and cash levels falling. Uh, They rallied 12.9% today. So a good result from them. And a good result from Tyro as well, up 10.9% today. TYR, the code there. Some directors buying into that one. And APM, Human Services, a recent float out of Perth up 10.9% today, doing well as well. Even Appen managed an 8.7% rise in the technology space. Looking across to the banks, not such good news for the banks. We saw the bank basket falling to 171.72. That was down 1.5% CBA uh, was down 0.9%. ANZ down 22 That has been under a lot of pressure, ANZ. Uh, Westpac down only one3 And NABs down one6 Macquarie managed a 1.5% gain today, so that was good news for them. But bad news for Magellan, as they showed uh, more outflows from their funds today, with funds under management falling quite seriously, uh, down 10.1%. Insurers, pretty flat, Suncorp down 2.5%. We did see Medibank private numbers out this morning, down 3.8% on the back of that MPL, the stock code there. Healthcare a little easier, CSL down 1.3%. Ramsey doing not much actually after their numbers yesterday, down 045 Sonic down 1.5%. And Industrials across the board, a little bit mixed. We had the likes of Kohl's, uh, they were down 1.7%. Endeavor down 2.8%. Woolies holding up 0.2% to the good. And we saw a nice rise in Aristocrat today up 1.9% as well. And West Farmers up 0.3%. REITs a little stronger. GMG, the standout there, 2.4% to the good. In the mining sector, BHP eased, as did Rio's, down 0.7% for Rio and 0.2% for BHP. And the gold sector came off as the gold price came off after that spike Yesterday on the invasion of Ukraine, we had Newcrest down 3.1%, Northern Star down 56 and even the oil stocks came off as well. Woodside down 05 Santos managed a 0.7% gain, so all was not lost there. But it was results in corporate news as well today. BWX suffered a big problem today. They were down 26.4%, really not going so well. Blackmores as well falling 10.5% on relatively high volume for Blackmore's, nearly 300,000 shares. Kogan also in trouble today. They seem to be in trouble a lot. Uh, they uh, certainly are showing losses. They were down 6.2%. And Polynovo as well with results out today down 3.3%. TNT, one of the winners, funnily enough, today. They reported their results and put out a shareholder letter. Uh, they were up 15.4%. Cybersecurity stocks generally doing very well as cyber security seems to be the next frontier for the Cold War. The, uh, the Hack ETF, which trades here. Uh, let's just have a little look. That was up 7% today. So a big move there in Hack, which is an ETF on cybersecurity stocks. Nothing on the economic front today. Asian market's slightly better. We had Japan at 1.7. China up 0.8. Hong Kong down 0.2. Currently, Dow futures down 0.4 of a percent. And uh, we have NASDAQ futures down a similar amount as well. They are currently down 115 points. Dow futures down 142 points. So expect another volatile night in the US. Dow futures, uh, Nasdaq futures, rather down 0.8 of a percent. Winners today SQ2, 360, ALG, uh, BOSS Energy, BOE doing well. A Bit of a pushback towards uranium, maybe as uh, European energy. Security becomes an issue. Uranium will come back into fashion. But Boss B O E was up 13.3% today. Paladin also doing well, up 12.4. In the losers, in the naughty corner today, we saw B W X. That was the naughtiest child out there, down 26.4. We had Blackmores down 10.5. Magellan 10.1% down. Integral Diagnostics also suffering today. Their results out. Uh, the successful completion, rather, of the uh, institutional entitlement offer, and they were ex-entitlement today, so they fell 9.3%, not results-based there. St. Barbara down 8.9%, and Kogan down 64 and KED, which is Key Path Education, fell a massive 5.8% on 430 shares only. So certainly that hasn't been particularly liquid float. Positive sectors today, tech, REITs, industrials. Negative sectors, gold miners, banks, and staples. We had the big bank basket down 1.5% to 171.72. The take index up 4.6% gold in Aussie dollar terms. Pretty much unchanged, really. 26.56 after that spike uh, we saw last night. Back down to earth. Bitcoin though has spiked higher. So maybe it is a bit of a hedge against uh, geopolitical events. Or maybe it is just because Russia will be using a lot more Bitcoin and blockchain transactions to bypass the banking sector. 38,802. The Aussie dollar steady at 71.90. 10 year yields rising slightly to 2.23%. Stocks on the move today that we haven't talked about. Uh, Cezl doing well today. SZL. They were up 13.8 percent zip, which uh, was followed uh, somewhat. The rise of uh, SQ2 was up 6.2 percent. They announced that they were putting back their results till Monday. The, theor- <coughs> the theory would be that on Monday, when they announce their results, they will also announce a merger with Cezel. Uh, it would seem appropriate that they do that on a Monday. Gold's very much on the nose today. De Grey down 4.8%. Gold Road down 5.5% as well. And BVS, Bavuras was down 11.9%. Another wealth platform under pressure. Nothing in the speculative stock of the day today. There was nothing on any volume and any major moves. Uh, The uh, the best that can be said was that uh, Pan-Continental Energy was up 25% or 0.1 of a cent on 162 million shares, but only $853,000 worth of business. For the rest of it was pretty meager pickings. In the news today, in a little more detail, Instatec Pivot, IPL, has warned ammonia plant incident in the US could cost up to $100 million. Expectations for a plant to restart in six to eight weeks, although brokers remained upbeat following news of the incident. Magellan... MFG recorded a further 3.2 billion in outflows so net outflows this year are 8.7 billion with total funds under management now 77.2 billion down from 87.1 on February the 9th so you can see the leakage there not only the leakage of money out but also the leakage of performance as the market has fallen away Uh, BWX swung to a loss despite revenue jump. Expects revenue growth to continue in second half of 22. Sees full-year revenue growth greater than 10% against FY21. Strong underlying revenue and EBITDA growth in FY22 with performance weighted to the second half. Nobody likes that performance weighted to the second half issue. Medibank private interim dividend up full-year guidance aiming to achieve 3.1% to 3.3%. Policyholder growth in FY22. That doesn't sound very exciting, does it? And as a result, Medibank Private fell 3.8% on the back of that. Harvey Norman today, their results out. Jerry did well, 3.2% up today on the numbers. EBITDA down 3.3%. Obviously, COVID and Omicron taking a toll there. Revenue down 6.2%, but still a $0.20 dividend. And Brambles today. Were down 0.8 of a percent. Profits modestly higher. They did upgrade guidance, but operating costs jumping. Price of timber has had a major impact on their bottom line as they make their pallets out of timber. Brambles actually have 348 million timber pallets in circulation, and there is a bit of hoarding going on in pallets as well. Brambles is certainly this year looking interesting as it is potentially moving towards more plastic pallets which uh, cost more to begin with but last longer. Just seeing breaking news coming through Russia has resumed missile strikes at 4am. Bless. Um, Brambles we've done. Main farmer cuts lost to 50 million versus a year ago which was 183, 181.3 million. Linus had a good day today. Record profits from Linus up 6.9%. Uh, up above 950, 957 LYC, the stock code there. Record profits and sales volumes. Rare earth oxide average selling price per kilo was 48.6 dollars, as against 23.7 last year. So they're not the only companies out there enjoying price rises in iron ore, copper, nickel, etc. It's also rare earths as well today. Points bet another one in focus, up 0.8 of a percent. They increased their EBITDA loss. And we had Australian Finance Group, first half underlying profit, 30 million. Consensus was 29.8. They were up 1.8% on the back of that. Nothing on the economic front today. We did see 10-year yields at 2.23%. And the New Zealand Central Bank, the RBNZ, is aiming to raise interest rates as quickly as possible to contain inflation and avoid the need for even greater policy tightening in the future said governor Adrian Orr maybe the shock and awe of those rate rises will point the way for the fed we shall see over in asia today coal benchmark futures surged to a four-month high concerns that the conflict in ukraine could disrupt energy supplies china is still trying to cool commodity prices but not having much Luck there, and a magnitude 6.2 earthquake hit the Pasaman Barak Regency in Indonesia's West Sumatra province. Over in the US and the UK and Europe, of course, it will all be about Russia uh, today and Ukraine. There are headlines coming out as we speak, or as I'm doing this podcast from CNBC Russia resumed missile strikes at 4 a.m. and the The president of Ukraine has said our defense system, our air defense system is working and protecting our skies. So uh, that is something, obviously, to look out for big time. Uh, That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. It has been a fast and furious this week, to say the least. 3% odd down on the week, so it hasn't been an awful lot of fun for most investors. But hope you've managed to navigate your way through this volatile period and certainly the uncertainty that has surrounded us on macro events and hope you can have a relatively good weekend and sleep at night. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend.